93 WIBC. It is Terry Stacy. Well, studies from law firms have shown that divorce rates can rise by one-third after the holidays, leading some people to grimly refer to January as Divorce Month. And it is said that couples get through the holidays with the kids, and then they go their separate ways as the new year begins. So let's talk about the impact on children when it comes to divorce. And joining us now is Charlie Asher, and he and his wife, Barbara, the founders of UpToParents.org, teaching separated and divorced parents how to build their better futures by focusing on meeting their children's needs. And Charlie, it is so great to have you with us. How are you? Oh, great. It's a pleasure to be with you. UpToParents.org is from right here in Indianapolis. Let's start with what you offer at UpToParents.org. Right. Well, it's a free online resource uh, that we have made for parents to, as you say, find their better future by focusing on one thing, building peace for their children. And our slogan is peace for children is success for parents. And we mean that, by the way, in two senses. One that, of course, we want our kids. Everybody wants their kids to have a good childhood so they can have a good life, much as we can get off track uh, and become uh, uh, people much uh, less competent than uh, we want to be yeah. when we're in the middle of divorce. But the second thing also is the parents who have good divorces, the parents who save money, save their chance to make their own decisions, put their energy and other resources into building a better future that, rather than finger point about the past, are precisely the ones that say, our number one goal, or even just acting alone, my number one goal is to build peace for the kids that they so desperately need. I think it's your your background is so interesting because you're a criminal defense attorney, yeah. Barb, a therapist, and you both have been through divorce. Exactly. We, we, we are a blended family, and uh, uh, we do holidays with our exes and our kids together. Everybody is welcome. And I think more and more people are doing it this way, but there are a lot of people who still, unfortunately, have bought into the myth that this is supposed to be a fight and we're supposed to be miserable for the rest of our lives and, uh, uh, and be pretty unmindful of the damage that we're doing to our children. So a lot of this, yes, does grow out of our personal experiences. But a lot of it also, yes, you mentioned my background in criminal law. I was just astounded in the um, years that I've been a criminal defense attorney how many kids' lives get hopelessly off track early on because they're living with these constant messages, some of them spoken and some of them just implied and inferred about, uh, you know, your other parents a piece of garbage. And uh, no kid can grow up healthy in those circumstances, and it's it's if if parents had any idea how dangerous this was, I think that our level of, of divorce and paternity case conflict would fall to a fraction of what it is today. Is that what led you to, after seeing what was happening, is that what led you and Barb to almost inspire you to create uptoparents.org? Exactly. And and a lot of the philosophy of it came out of, I, I decided after 20 years of active criminal practice, uh, I wanted to do something else. And somebody said, you know, you got the part of a problem solver and and you use that in your defense work but you know you'd be a great family mediator i was never a i was never a divorce attorney or family attorney and so i went into that and i found out that you know it's i called it if you're dealing with people who are angry and misguided and you're trying to teach them the lessons while they're in your office fighting in a mediation you're not going to have a lot of luck and I, i came to think of it as trying to give swimming lessons 
the drowning people. And so we started to send people work and it beforehand so they could think about the kids, write about their kids, notice their kids, rediscover their kids uh, and their kids' needs on a deeper level. And uh, it made such a difference. And so we put it into a website for them and, uh, where now people can use it for free 24-7. And they can just say, let the rest of the world <laughs> Uh, leave me alone and let my case leave me alone, my resentments and my needs. Let me just look at, at how my kids are doing and what their needs might be. And it just made a huge difference in those cases. And, and now about half a million people have completed it. And the reviews we get from parents are just astounding. Every day we hear, where was this? Why why wow. didn't people give us this as a light out of it? So it's, it's been a very rewarding thing. You know, because parents, so many parents are divorced these days, Charlie. Is the impact on children lesser because they have friends of divorced parents? When I was growing up in the 60s and 70s, it was very rare. It felt rare anyway. But these days, you know, so many parents are divorced. Is it easier on kids? I, I think it depends on how the parents do it. There's a sign on the front of the bench in the Superior Court of uh, St. Joseph County in Mishawaka that uh, then Judge Reedy uh, put there after he heard this testimony from a psychologist. And it's for everybody to see anytime they're in the courtroom. And it says conflict between parents is the best predictor of a child's later maladjustment. Mm. I don't care if your parents were getting divorced in the 1960s or they're getting divorced in, in, in uh, 2023 or 2050 or whatever, it's a difficult thing and it's an impossible thing to ask a child to grow up healthy if the parents are in conflict. It, conflict between parents is the best, If if and very few parents wanna hurt their kids, very few, but if they did, they couldn't stumble on a better strategy for doing it than, than to be in conflict with each other, uh, parent to parent, because that sends the kid the message this is what's wrong with you. You know, the, uh, I can't tell my daughter, you know, the most wonderful daughter in the world. I couldn't have hoped for, I couldn't have imagined a better daughter, but your mother is such an idiot. Yeah. It, th- that message. And unfortunately we have millions of parents who think that they can have a great relationship with their kid while having a lousy relationship with their co-parent. I don't believe that's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think they at least have to have a courteous, business-like, respectful relationship. Doesn't necessarily need to lead to friendship, although it often does. But it, that's what makes the case difficult. I don't think it's when it's happened. It's the yeah. way the parents are doing it. That's Charlie Asher. He and his wife, Barb, are the founders of UpToParents.org. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll find out from Charlie how to lessen that impact on children of divorce. Also next half hour, Kylan, food news. Food news. We're going to talk Devourer Winterfest and one of Indy's Deliver Only Ghost Kitchens. The news is next right here on 93 WIBC and WIBC.com. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. I'm Terry Stacy, along with my pal and producer Kylan Talley. If you're just joining us, we are talking to Charlie Asher and he and his wife Barb are the founders of UpToParents.org, teaching separated and divorced parents how to build their better futures by focusing on meeting their children's needs. And we're doing this because actually January is known as Divorce Month. Divorce rates rise by about a third this month. 
Charlie, thanks for sticking around through the break. When I'm reading about the impact and children who have experienced divorce have a higher perceptibility to sickness, anger, irritability. For sure. those that have a one or two year old that might think the impact won't be as great since the child is so young. What do you think about that, Charlie? Oh, it's so mistaken. It's so mistaken. And people people think, well, my, my child doesn't know. All the studies indicate that at least at least by the age of one, ch- uh, children are finely attuned to their uh, and susceptible and deeply affected by their parents' moods and the stress that they're in, and the, and the level of love or at least peace uh, versus the level of of conflict between the parents. I happen to think that it starts much earlier, and maybe even even in utero that 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 that's, that has a profound effect on on a child. And people make the corresponding mistake, Terry, of thinking, well, my kids are 25. They, you know, it's not going to affect them. It affects them tremendously. Mm-hmm. There was a wonderful book that's unfortunately out of print now, but I think you can buy used copies of it called A Divorce Out of Season. But even adult kids want their parents to have a respectful relationship and take deeply personally Maybe inappropriately, but they do. Kids will blame themselves. They'll find some reason to think, well, it's it's my fault because it's a, it's sort of a way they have of protecting themselves, thinking there's something I can do to make this better. But no, they, a one-year-old child is extraordinarily, extraordinarily fragile and susceptible to damage from, from this kind of conflict. And let me ask you how you told your kid we're going to be separated. Where do parents make mistakes when it comes to telling the kids that they're separating? I don't think I did it well. I, uh, that happened before I got into this work. Uh, I think, by the way, divorce adjustment counseling, a, a resource like Up to Parents and some good books, I think, are a wonderful idea. And, and by the way, it's great for people to think about this before they uh, before they separate. How are we going to do this? Okay, how are we going to handle this? And uh, so, uh, but people can go to divorce adjustment counseling and get and get on. I think I would think the I would say the most important thing is get on the same page with each other. Get on the same page. What are we going to tell the kids? Do are we going to? There are some experts who say, well, children shouldn't know anything about the reasons for the divorce. Some say that in a general, non-judgmental way, children should be told something. But I think the important thing is let's get together and do this together as as best as we possibly can. We failed in our marriage, uh, or maybe we were never married, and so uh, we have not succeeded in uh, – and and up to parents, by the way, is used in paternity cases too. Uh, But you know what? Let's do this. We owe it to our kids to do this absolutely as well as we possibly can. Before we let you go, up to parents.org. When folks go there, what are they going to find? Right. It's a nice uh, flow through workshop that parents will see our very short videos, just a few minutes. There are five of them. They're about between two and five minutes each by Judge Michael Scopolitis. Uh, and actually, our daughter, uh, Doctor Doctor Kylia Asher Smith. It's it's so great when your kids succeed, but then you have to call them doctor. It's a little <laughs> insulting, but uh, but she would she would say her her mom and I did a very very good job of bringing peace to her life, and yet the divorce was very hard on her, very hard on her. But in any event, uh, you're, uh, there's a button that just says um, "Start New Use." You click on it, and it it takes people through. Uh, a little bit of instruction. There's a, a video at the very beginning of it, and also uh, called uh, Three Sisters Speak to Millions of Parents." 
It's right on the homepage, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, you don't have to take the workshop to see it. It's a heartbreaking eight-minute story by three sisters talking about what it's like trying to grow up with parents who just will not stop savaging each other. But uh, along the way, parents, uh, as they go through the workshop, they'll see 14 sections of commitments, and they're asked simply, well, click on the ones you think would be important to your children and that you pledge to observe from here on out. And then there are four multi-part written exercises, for example, one that asks parents, make a list of 10 compliments and good memories about your co-parent that you're going to be sharing with your children. This is going to be your new language, not filling their lives with uh, complaints and bitterness and uh, depictions of the faults in their other parent, but the good things. So, and at the end of it, they can print these out. There's a, there's a final thing that reminds parents, you know what, you can get started right away. We call it Nick Six and the Fix Six. The Nick Six, these are things to Nick. Don't just stop doing these things. Don't do these things. And Fix Six, here's six quick things you can do. You can do all these immediately. You, they cost nothing. In fact, they'll save you money. And you can do them whether or not your co-parent is doing it. And through it, you you will build a piece starting with your love for your kids. But then that can be the piece that you live into. UpToParents.org, uh, that free resource for you with the attached Nick's 6 Fix 6 Guide. Won't cost you a thing. Charlie and his wife, Barb Asher, have created this for you right here in central Indiana. Around the world. Around the world. In Australia and Europe. It's in Spanish and English, by the way. Uh, thank you so much, Terry, by the way, for your your interest in your stations. We can never talk enough about how dangerous this conflict is and how great the hope is. It's a decision away for parents to say, you know what, this, we're going to make this about the kids in the future and not our resentments in the past, and we'll all be better off for it. We, we can't afford, with over half our kids being born out of wedlock and about 40% of kids having their parents divorced, we, the, the vast majority, the clear majority of our kids at some time, they'll spend all or some, a major part of their childhood with their parents apart. We cannot, it's a, it's a healthcare crisis not to do this right. We need, we need to do this better. And, and parents will never do anything in their lives they can be more proud of and to just be wonderful. Part of good parenting is good co-parenting, is, is, a, is a good relationship with their other parent. Thank you so much, Terry, for your interest. You're just a terrific guest, and I hope you'll come back and see us. Thank you, Terry.